The epistle for the circumcision of our Lord is taken from St. Paul's epistle to Titus, chapter 2. Dearly beloved, the grace of God our Savior hath appeared to all men, instructing us that denying ungodliness and worldly desires, we should live soberly and justly and godly in this world, looking for the blessed hope and coming of the glory of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity, and might cleanse to himself a people acceptable, a pursuer of good works. These things speak and exhort in Christ Jesus our Lord. In the Holy Gospel. It's taken from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 2. At that time, after eight days were accomplished that the child should be circumcised, his name was called Jesus, which was called by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. And after eight days were accomplished that the child should be circumcised, his name was called Jesus. And these words are taken from the gospel of today's Mass in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, there is a certain saint, some of you may have heard of, Saint Anthony of Egypt, who lived in the first century and is regarded by many as the founder of Christian monasticism. And one day he wanted to teach his fellow monks the truth about the devil and the power of the holy name of Jesus. And so he told them about an extraordinary, extraordinary occurrence that happened to him. One day, he said, there was a very loud banging on the door of the monastery. And so he went to see who it was that was knocking. And when he opened the door, he was met by a very tall, very suspicious-looking man. This man had insincerity written all over his face, and something about this stranger really intimidated St. Anthony especially when he noticed that the stranger kept on looking past St. Anthony, uh, really seemed eager to get inside the monastery. And so St. Anthony asked the stranger his name. And with a dark grin, the man answered and said, I am Satan. And it was, in fact, the devil who appeared at the door of the monastery. St. Anthony then asked him, and what do you want here? And the devil answered, I want to know why you monks and all Christians are always cursing me. Now, what is meant here by the word cursing refers not to the use of bad language, but the renouncement and condemning of Satan to hell. And so St. Anthony responded to the devil, saying, They have good reason to curse you, wicked spirit, for you are always laying snares for them to lead them into sin. 
And the devil smiled, and it's interesting what the devil says. He said to the saint, I'm not so much to blame as you think. He said, men lead themselves into sin by seeking the occasions of sin. Though they know that they will probably fall, they still seek these near occasions. As for me, the devil responded, my power is virtually gone since God became man. He said, Christians can easily overcome me if they use the weapons they have. So why blame me when they lose their souls? And in response to this, St. Anthony used one of those weapons, the weapon of speaking the holy name, praying the holy name, and asking for our divine Savior for help. He prayed, My Lord Jesus Christ, I thank thee that thou hast overcome the devil and given help to thy servants. And as soon as Satan heard the holy name of Jesus, he fled in terror and quickly vanished out of sight. Now, my dear faithful, the name Jesus means Savior. It actually comes from the Hebrew. The holy name literally means God saves. And it is a most fitting name for the Son of God because God saved mankind by sending his only begotten Son. Remember, the angel appeared to St. Joseph in his sleep, and he said to him, Thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. The Son of God came down from heaven and saved his people by shedding his most precious blood. And so the name which means Savior and the shedding of blood, the blood of the shedding of his blood are intimately bound together. That's why the church celebrates the feast of the circumcision and the feast of the holy name so closely together. And we see this also in the flowers decorating the altar during this Christmas season. We see the red color of the poinsettias symbolizes the blood of our Savior. And they also remind us that Christ washes away our sins with his most precious blood. And the church dedicates the entire month of January to his most holy name really to impress upon us the importance of it. That the holy name is so powerful because by it we call upon the Son of God. We ask him to be our Savior simply by praying his name. We ask him when we call his name to wash away our sins with his most precious blood. In the Acts of the Apostles, St. Peter, the first pope, speaking of the holy name, said, neither, neither is there salvation in any other name, for there is no other name under heaven given to men whereby we must be saved. 
My dear faithful, it is so important for us to consider the holy name today, especially since so many people today disgrace and blaspheme our Savior's holy name. We hear his holy name used in vain on the streets, at the workplace, in entertainment. There's hardly a movie or TV show that does not use our Lord's name in vain. And we, my dear faithful, cannot be a part of this irreverence and this blasphemy because it does offend our Lord so much. We can become desensitized. And we shouldn't become used to hearing the holy name of Jesus used in vain, where we don't even notice it. There should be some shame or some remorse, or there should be a sense when we hear the holy name being used in vain, some sense that God is being offended by that. My dear faithful, we must say the holy name with reverence and devotion to pray it from our hearts. And uh, to be sure that we bow our heads each time that we say it or we hear it. How sad it is that many Catholics fail to do this and to be a good example to others. And how encouraging it is to others when we see our fellow Catholics bowing at the most holy name. Showing that uh, proof of love to our divine Savior. In St. Anthony's encounter with the devil, we learn that just by simply pronouncing the holy name of Jesus, Satan is terrified. That Satan cannot stand it because he understands what that blessed name means. And if we invoke the holy name of Jesus in time of temptation, Satan will run away as quickly as he did when St. Anthony pronounced it. And so, my dear faithful, let us then frequently invoke the holy name of Jesus to even make it our resolution for this new year to often say it reverently and devoutly to make our divine Savior part of our day simply by praying his holy name. Pray it throughout the day on your way to work in the midst of your daily duties. And if you happen to hear it in vain, to say, say it with reverence to make, up, to make up for the misuse of it. Let us make saying the holy name a habit throughout our lives so that it becomes automatic. Especially at times of temptations and in t- trying situations. And so that the name of our divine friend will surely be on our lips at the moment of death. And the church actually grants uh, indulgences for simply praying the holy name of Jesus. And she grants a plenary indulgence to those who say it frequently during life and with a contrite heart at the hour of death. Let us then often keep the holy name of Jesus on our lips and in our hearts. And let us ask Our Lady to obtain for us the great grace 
to be able to invoke her and her divine son at the hour of our death. May God bless you in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.